city of your dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New out. York, New York, big city of your dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. Here to give you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to celebrate a win. That's right, because the Knicks beat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. I hear echo. I hear echo. There we go. Because the Knicks beat the Detroit Pistons. 117 to 96 gunshots for this Knicks win. RJ Barrett gives you 21 points, five rebounds, two assists, shoots 57% from the field. Julius Randle gives you 15 points, six rebounds, and four assists. Mitch chips in with three blocks. And the stabilizer, Jalen Brunson, gives you 16 points, five assists and shoots an astonishing 77% from the field. Let's go New York Knicks. We're gonna talk about it all. Before we talk about it, you know what it is, man. I'm gonna introduce my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building, Knicks win. I'm having technical difficulties on my computer as I'm, as we're on the podcast, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be paying attention as um as JL is going through it and give my thoughts here and there. But yeah, just letting y'all know I'm going through technical difficulties with my computer at the moment. Okay, Ryan G is going through technical difficulties. This is, we're in preseason mode right now, ladies and gentlemen. He's going through technical difficulties. There's echoes going on, but we're gonna get right to it and talk and talk next. But before I talk next, let me just shout out you guys. Um, in the panel, in the chat, real quick, shout out to Fritz Alessandro, the mod of the year, Kareem Grant, the board on lie, Black Nito, Eat Rook Nuggy Fresh is in the building, picks for Timmy, Mansell Deshaun, JT Reddick, yeah, Echelon, everybody else is rocking with the KOT show early of the first Knicks preseason win. Now, let, let's get to it. First and foremost, um, we came in today with business on our mind, all right? No Kevin Knox revenge game here. No Nerlens Noel no revenge game here. No Alec Burks revenge game here. The Knicks took care of business. We don't care about no Jaden Ivey. We don't care about no Jalen Duran that we drafted in the 11th pick and traded to the Detroit Pistons. None of that mattered when Jalen Brunson, Mitchell Robinson, RJ Barrett, and dare I say, Evan Fournier, and Julius Randle are playing today, all right? Because they all showed out. They all showed out. And you cannot talk about this team and talk about this win without first mentioning Jalen Brunson, the stabilizer, uh, the guy who was super efficient. Um, the guy who RJ Barrett called a leader. He was very, very um he was very insistent to throwing that word in there in his post games, which gives me a little bit of confidence that this guy is not just walking the walk, but talking the talk. So somebody talk about his leadership this early in the game, in the preseason, first preseason game of the year, I, I think it means that he's, his influence is permeating throughout this team. And you saw it today. What I saw today from Jalen Brunson was him taking over, him taking the shots he wanted to take. I had a little bit of concern. One of the things I was looking at when I was watching this game is the spacing because Dallas has that five out spacing. And I wanted to see if Jalen Brunson was here in New York City in a Knicks uniform, will he be able to capitalize um, on his strengths, which is going getting to the rim and going to that mid-range game and staying and, and staying efficient because we don't have the shooters we have here. But lo and behold, 
he was definitely able to do that. Got to the midi when he wanted to, blew by when he wanted to. And the thing that I really saw from him is how intelligent this guy is. He's a point guard who's not too fast, but he is all deception, change of pace, getting it into your body, blowing by, taking away mismatches, uh, blowing by a big man and finishing at the rim at a high clip. And granted, you don't want to over excite things. Right, because it's still the Pistons. This is not a high defensive team. This team is still the bottom feeder team who's still trying to figure it out with a bunch of guys who are pretty young. But you can only play the team that's in front of you. And what I saw from Jalen Brunson today, that he's going to be a calming force for us. And I like the shot distribution. He took over a lot. Uh, like the way I wanted to go in my mind as far as maybe who getting the shots and when seemed like it happened today. And I want to see if this is going to carry over on who gets how many shots. Cause I'm a, I'm a, and let me know when you're ready, ready, Ryan, just, just give me like a thumb, yeah, uh, yeah, thumbs I'm, up I'm or good. say I'm ready. I'm so. go yeah, I'm huh? good to go now. Whatever issues I have, I'll just try to fix it after the podcast is over. So, you know, you pretty much said everything on Jalen Brunson. Um, Spacing was a concern, but I think what what they did with this offense was there was constant movement. And when there's constant movement, that can help create space, even if you don't have the greatest shooters on the court with you. And the Knicks were constantly moving on offense, which created mismatches on offense. And the Knicks took advantage of that. And Jalen Brunson definitely showed that you know, he's efficient, you know, hit, I think he hit a couple of threes. He drove to the basket, finished, finished at the rim. You know, he pretty much showed an all-around game, and then he pitched in with five assists as well. So Jalen Brunson has definitely shown that, it, like I said, it's one preseason game, so I don't want to, be, you know, right. be all wild and be like, oh, my gosh, he's going to be one of the saviors of the Knicks and this and that. I don't want to be all No, he's a savior of the Knicks. No, 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 Ryan, you said it right. Let's, let's go. Let's go all the way over there. She's the savior of the Knicks. All-star game is coming. Championship is in the bag. We're going all over today, man. It's preseason. Go ahead. Jalen <laughs> Brunson definitely, definitely had a good showing tonight. And at least from this first preseason game, I can say that I am looking forward to what he's going to contribute to the Knicks throughout the season. No, it's funny. You said you said something. You said that um, there was a lot of ball movement. Yo. I'm not gonna lie, I saw a lot of pick and roll stuff, but I didn't see that much off-ball movement, at least for my bare eye. Maybe I need to watch it again. But um well, I, well, I felt I like a lot of the, the shots was kind of created by Jalen Brunson's penetration. Yeah, when, when I say ball movement, I mean like players weren't really stationary. Mm. You know, like whether it was like ball screens or pick and roll or whatever the case may be, like the Knicks were creating space, you know, it wasn't just like you give one guy the ball, everybody stood still, and then one guy just isolating and then just passing it out. I mean, like, they tried to move the ball around as in, you know, through ball screens, through pick and roll, etc., to try to create mismatches and try to create that space as opposed to, you know, just having, you know, shooters all around the court and, you know, creating that space organically, which the Knicks don't have. Right. I, I feel you. I feel you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you know what I saw, right? The first quarter, I saw Jalen Brunson just set a tone. First time he got the ball, bucket. Second time he got the ball, you know, I'm, I'm whizzing by somebody. I'm setting other people up. Third time he got the ball, bucket, bucket, bucket. Super aggressive to start the game his aggressive to me then started to open things up for rj and one of the things that i wanted rj to work on or i wanted to see from rj is hitting that three and i love what i saw from rj today uh, he seemed very comfortable hitting that corner three when it was wide open three or five from three point line 60 percent from three i saw this stat that said um rj barrett shoots 42 percent on wide open threes 
like wide, wide open threes. Um, last and that's last season in his down year. So Jalen Brunson, I already saw created wide open threes for RJ where it would look like free throws for him at that point. It looked very smooth. I was very happy to see it. And I was happy of that the shots that he created for him. On the flip side, in that first or second quarter, first quarter or more so, I, I saw Randall kind of struggling to figure out where he was getting his shots from. I saw some of the stuff I saw last season where he was shooting a lot more contested shots to begin the game. But I think by the time like the end of the second, the third quarter came, he started to figure out where to get his shots from. And he started to actually move a little bit more because that's one of the things you're looking for, right? Looking for Randall and RJ to cut more off the ball. And when I started to see that, I started to be like, okay, this is, this is more like what I want to see from Randall. What do, what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, most definitely. I think, you know, like I said, I don't want to be too hard on anybody because it's the first preseason game and Randall definitely doesn't deserve for me to be hard on him. You know, like he definitely played a good game tonight. But yeah. this game was a tale of two Randalls, to be honest about it. Because in the first quarter, like you said, he definitely um, seemed like the old Randall from last season. You know, getting the ball, trying to take his man one-on-one, trying to force the issue, you know, when it's not there. But at the same time, I have to big up Randall as well because he made a couple of plays where last season he probably wouldn't have made these plays. Like one of the, like one of the plays I see him make, which was a pretty impressive play, was when um, he lost the ball in the perimeter yeah. based on RJ cutting and he yeah. made that pass to RJ for the dunk. I thought that was really impressive from Randall. And, I agree. Yeah, and like in the second half, like that's when Randall really opened up and he scored like about eight straight points for the Knicks. So it was de- it was definitely a tale of good Randall and bad Randall. But overall, you know, I-, I have to give Randall his props. He played a good game tonight, and defensively, he showed effort. Yeah, you know, it, it-, it wasn't it wasn't the no effort Randall from last season when it came to the defensive end. So. I'm hoping that going into the season, that is the Randall that we get. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. The the Randall rebrand has started today, and we'll see what's going to happen moving into the season. Definitely show some effort on defensive end uh, and picked it up in that in the second and and third quarter. If we get more of that, we'll be fine. Let's, yo, salute to the chat, though. Salute to the chat. Um, Everything up. It's, it's a big win, man. It's not a big win. But it's a win. You can't complain. But shout to the chat. The phone lines are open, too, if you actually want to talk. You already see the number is at the bottom. 319-527-6241. That number is right there at the bottom if you want to call in. But shout out to Echelon, who sends a $2 super chat. Shout out to you. Shout to Echelon. Says game was perfect for troubleshooting the offense. Yo, troubleshooting the offense is probably the perfect word for what we saw today. It was like a... He's like, does this work? Yes, does this work? Okay, no. Let's, 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 let's try here. Uh, and we got it together. And it's a good first team to try it out to try it out with too. A team that's still trying to figure it out themselves. And also shout out to my guy Jason N, who sends that two dollars we chat. He says, We back. Jalen Brunson is the truth. Let's go next. Shout out to my guy Jason N. And and Go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, Jay. I see somebody in the chat saying I gave a negative review of Julius Randle. Was I negative, Jay Ellis? On a Julius negative Randall? review? No, you told the truth. Yeah, in the chat, <laughs> what did I think about Julius Randle? He told the truth. He had a slow start. That's what I'm saying. Offensively, he didn't figure it out. That's, just, that's the truth. That's just what happened. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just here spinning fast. I'm just being real about it. It's and okay. I gave the man his props. I'm on, Julius, I'm on the Julius Randle, you know... I'm supporting the dude. I want him to do well, but yeah. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be here and act like dude had this humongous game where he just played great all game. I'm just speaking true facts. That's all I'm doing. Overall, the man had a good game. I said that. It's, it's, it's cool, Ryan. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. Nah, it's man. Cool. People coming here with the BS <laughs> like if I'm being 
Like I'm not being negative. Like, yeah, what, like what the hell? If, if you didn't know, the Gene Ryan G stands for gangster. I keep trying to tell everybody that. Ryan is a low key gangster on the low. Y'all don't know that, but I know because I know the kid for real. All right. <laughs> but salute to the chat. I mean, was, yo, if if, if Julius Randle comes in and plays and gets five points in the game and shoots three of twenty from the field, I'm I'm gonna be here all positive and shit. So that's what y'all want from me. It's okay, Ryan. It's okay, Ryan. Listen, Randall, 15 points, 60% from the field, six rebounds, four assists. Pretty decent game for Julius Randall in 18 minutes. That's all you can ask for. And defense, that's all you can really ask for. That's all. That's it. The man had a good game. The man had a good game. He's cool. He's cool. Yo, and it's also one more thing I want to say, right? RJ Barrett. No, RJ Barrett also had a good game. He started to get it going in the third, the second and third quarter. He still has to look out for his finishing. That's one of the things I was looking out for. I was looking out to see how he finished. Um, he still kind of goes down there sometimes with no plan. And he got blocked pretty bad at the rim. Um, but then he also had a, a nice little finish over Badanovich. But the thing I want RJ to do, and you're probably going to hear me say this all season long, I need RJ to copy paste Jalen Brunson's game and put it in his folder. All right? Because when I look at Jalen Brunson, I'm looking at a guy who's not that fast, but his strength is his strength, right? His strength is his physical strength. And he all he does is do a lot of hang dribbles, deceptive dribbling, picks his spots with a speed burst, footwork, spin move, pivots, laying, laying, laying. RJ Barrett to me and Jalen Brunson kind of can do the same things. I know RJ Barrett has been, been looking at the DeMar DeRozan's footwork and everybody else. The man you should study right now is in your backyard. Straight up, straight up. RJ, copy Jalen Brunson's entire package. Straight up. That's how I feel. All right. Yeah, you, can, you can definitely learn something from Jalen Brunson from the pace department. I definitely agree on that. Facts. Copy, pace, repeat Jalen Brunson. All right. Also, we got some other places, places to talk about. Yo, somebody else, I need to big up. Hartenstein, Isaiah Hartenstein. How nice is it to have a three-point shooting center in your back pocket just to come in and pull the trigger on these goons, man? Our Isaiah Hartenstein came in the game, pull up three, bang. Another pull up three, bang. Hustles on defense. I saw, I saw him drive. He did a head fake and then drive to the basket. Hardenstein can be a problem, dog. He can be a huge problem. Now, I didn't even see him get into his passing bag. He didn't even get into his passing bag yet because he didn't really get to touch the ball at the top of the key, really. But Hardenstein is a, is a weapon. And one of the things I was looking for him to do is to shoot more threes because he has the reputation of a three-point shooter. But he only shot 33s all last season. But uh, this season, I really want to see him let it fly. I want to see him shoot like two, two threes a game, two to three threes a game. And if he does that, like two and a half threes a game for this next team, um, I can see him playing with both units depending on the situation and really, really having an impact on his team, especially considering how, you know, Jalen Brunson was was cooking on Dallas playing five out. You know what I mean? What, what anything to add to that? What do you think of Isaiah's game? Yeah, man. Um, first and foremost, the energy he plays with, as Raw would call them, he definitely fits into mob deep. That's... The energy he plays with. So that's number one. Number two, he has that dimension to his game where he can shoot the three, hit two three pointers today. So he definitely showed that as a new dimension being added to the Knicks from the big men. So that's number two. Number three, 
like like I said, I like this energy. He definitely fits into the team. That second unit, I could definitely see him fitting in well. And I was pleasantly surprised today. Like I saw him, I saw him a few games with the Clippers, and you know, he he was a good player off the bench for them. But you know, just seeing how he fit in with this Knicks team, I was pleasantly surprised. And I'm definitely looking forward to what he will produce with the team this upcoming season. Yeah, Mob D might be one of the best, or not, if not the best second unit in the game with Hardenstein, D Rose, IQ, OB in the mix. And um, unfortunately, Cam Reddish didn't quite. Dog. Dog. Bruh. Cam Reddish. When I like Mellow, man. When I like Mellow. If you didn't know, Cam Reddish injured, twisted his ankle, tripping over a ref. I don't even know when it happened, but that's exactly the way that Mello went down that one year when we was in a playoff hunt when uh, Derek Fisher was the coach. So, you know, it's crazy how much of a bad, how much unlucky this kid is, man. Every time Grimes gets hurt and I'm like, Dog, this is Rush's time. He, he it's, it's gonna time. It's time for him to shine. Take over. He gets hurt he, literally right afterwards every single time, and it's like, man, it was frustrating because he he started out okay, then he started to struggle. But even though he struggled, I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be fine. He's gonna get more opportunities because you know people are still resting. But I don't know, man. I don't know if he keeps messing his ankles up. Maybe, maybe something workout things he needs to do to strengthen his ankles or his calves or something. Cause he just keeps doing it. Talk to Steph Curry, man. Talk to Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, man. It's very unfortunate because with Grimes out, like you said, that was his opportunity to shine and show that he can and show that he does deserve a spot within the rotation. But now he's hurt again and. You know, and I think they mentioned it on the TNT broadcast that Stan Van Gundy was speaking, and he was basically saying that the reason why the current young guys have so much pull with dibs, he was talking about, like, quickly, OB, um, Mitch, RJ, basically the guys, the young guys that dibs plays. And he was basically saying that the reason why dibs play these guys is because these guys are available. You know, dibs... You know, these guys have spent a lot of time with Thibs. So Thibs has so Thibs has learned to trust them, but he hasn't had much time with Cam, so he doesn't trust Cam yet. And can and for in order for Cam to get that more playing time, he needs to spend more time with Thibs and actually have more opportunities to show that he can that he's deserving of a spot on the rotation. But with yeah. him going down with injury again, it just hurts his chances again. And I'm hoping it's nothing serious and he's and he's able to get back before preseason ends i'm hoping yeah but it's, it's just unfortunate man it's like it's like he cannot get a legit shot with the knicks to prove that he deserves a spot in rotation yeah it's a bit deflating with the can situation it's a bit deflating with the situation for real and listen the way fournier played today fournier wasn't playing like no slouch not on defense i mean he had one big blunder I feel like he has one or two big blunders a game where he just has a brain fart, doesn't know where he's going. He he looks like, I don't know, like a dog chasing his tail. But Fournier played defense today, man. So Fournier is not looking to just give up his spot. So, like, best availability, best ability is availability. So Cam got to be available. And Grimes does too. Grimes absolutely does too. Yeah. It's true. It's just that, you know, when Grimes is healthy, I feel like that position is going to be Grimes. You know, I feel like Cam has to at least try to beat out Grimes for that last, you know, for that kind of like last spot in the rotation because you're going to have Rose, you're going to have Quickly, you're going to have Hardenstein, you're going to have Obi. So yep. there's still, that, you know, that last spot that's there. And I think when Grimes and Cam is healthy, more than likely it's going to go to Grimes. So I think if Cam wants to spot in the rotation, he has to try to beat out Grimes. But if he keeps getting hurt like this, he's not going to beat out Grimes, especially with the way Grimes showed out in summer league. If he comes like that into the regular season, then you can forget about it. Yeah, man. He has to shake. He has to shake this this bag's usual off of him. But yo, salute to the chat, man. We gonna 
Salute to chat. We're going to go to phone calls after I shout these guys out. Shout out to my real fake cousin, Winston Ellis. Shout out to you. Shout out to JT Reddick. King Nick's Prophecy. Um, Black Nido. And everybody else rocking with the KOT show. I see we got three phone calls up. Let's start to get to it. First caller up. Let us know what your name is, where you're from, what you want to talk about. Yes, big grief guys. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? All right, all right. We good, we good. Yeah, actually, you know, obviously, uh, good start this preseason, but, you know, honestly, it felt good to see how they were playing out there. Uh, honestly, at first, it kind of felt like last year's offense sprinkled with a with a heavy sprinkle of uh, Dylan Brunson. Um, <laughs> but they kind of, you know, as the game went along, right. they, it felt like they started figuring it out. So, um so I felt like that was a good thing. Um, you know, the one thing uh, that kind of stood out for me was, um, like, I, I definitely like the way Julius is playing. Uh, he kind of, in the beginning, he tried to do some of the same stuff he was doing last year. Yep. But I think he quickly realized, obviously, it wasn't working. So uh, he started playing off ball a little more, taking open shots. Uh, and also, he actually started attacking the paint a little more mm-hmm. uh, when he had facilities. So... So he made some quicker decisions, but most of all, the fact that he was uh, closing out on the defensive end, closing out on shooters, um, that was good to see too. So, you know, that you know, so Julius played pretty well. Dylan Brunson, obviously, I mean, we all, I think a lot of people knew he was going to be very efficient, and so. But the thing that was really good is like, uh, I think JLS, I think you did a great job describing the game, and it's pretty much um, when we needed the bucket. He came. He kind of like you know stepped in and gave us the buckets, and it kind of gives everyone else kind of like room to kind of figure out. Yeah, uh, gives them room to figure out how they want to fit into the offense, and so I think that was very important to see uh, from you know from Brunson. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. You know, the other thing I saw was like um, with IQ. You know, I think the second team. Uh, the defense is okay. Uh, they kind of, you know, the, and it's beginning, it, they were struggling a little bit on the defense, but they kind of uh, kind of got it together. And it, it kind of felt like they were playing a little tight. Um, uh, definitely OB was playing, you know, his shot was way off yeah. uh, today. So, you know, and, you know, I guess I wasn't too concerned about it uh, because I think obviously if, he's, if you're open, you got to take the shot. And so I think he was, uh, he was doing a good job at least. At least throwing up, you know. Yeah, up take the, the shots. Take the shots that are open, man. You gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta take it. Yeah, but I was very impressed with IQ. Um, also, like you know, the thing I noticed with uh, when he was playing with D Rose, like so originally D Rose was basically on ball, and it felt like IQ was kind of struggling to get his rhythm, and then D Rose decided to go off ball, and IQ went on the ball, and then IQ started cooking. So you know, it's I don't know. I think it's almost like. They're, they're really tethered to each other and they're kind of like, I feel like they understand each other and it's a good thing. And so, uh, you know, it is preseason. You don't want to get too, you know, obviously we don't want to overreact, but right. you know, it was good to see it. You know, it's, uh, it definitely, they look ready. You know, it looks good. And then Duke, um, definitely on defense, he looked really good. Oh yeah. Um, I'm Black wondering, if, like, <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Bro, be yeah. proud. I know Ross is uh, going, yeah. I know you know. <laughs> I know Ross is going crazy. Right? <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Like a couple of days ago, uh, during his interviews, like I think he did, like it was like two days of interviews he did, and he kept volunteering information on, on uh, Deuce. Nobody asked him about Deuce, but he was talking about Deuce a couple of times. And so that kind of got me thinking, huh? So, you know, so I guess it's, you know, good he got some burn. Uh, he may, you know, I don't know, but he may, I think he actually may get some burn this year. Um, given the way, I know it's preseason, but I don't know. I think D Rose is going to be on show mode for the most of the regular season, unless they need him, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, unless he's in a game and they're struggling. It right. seems like I think he's going to be on show mode. And, uh, and it's good to see. And he really shouldn't play more than like 18 minutes a game, in my opinion. Uh, you know, they need to just kind of like, they really need to like really limit his minutes. And if we get lucky and we're kind of, you know, we make the playoffs, and that's when, you, you know, you break that glass and pull them out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I can, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how to use D Rose. I mean, he lost all that weight. So 
I know it seems like he's trying to prolong his career. That's used that first step. So I want to see how he reacts with all the weight loss. But yo, yo yeah. thanks, thanks for calling in, Reaper. I want to get to the other calls and get Ryan's reaction on what you just said. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. All right, appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Hello. First call of the night, Reaper. Anything to add to what he just said, Ryan? Well, first and foremost, you know, you know, Reaper pretty much said what you said. And he pretty much said what I said about Julius Randle's game. But yeah, but yet he ended up saying Julius Randle played well. So I guess we were all being negative. Ryan, let it go, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, let it go. Relax. Relate. (laughs) Dude, probably not even in the chat no more. I don't even know who. (laughs) I'll just say it, but but yeah, like Reaper was definitely on point. Like I really don't have nothing else to add. Like Reaper is definitely on point with his analysis and Reaper is always one of our callers where, you know, he definitely knows the game and he's always on point with what he says. So I'm, right. I'm with Reaper everything what he said. Copy paste, copy paste. One thing I will say is about IQ. Ultimately, IQ had a good game, right? Uh, yeah. He he had um a little problem figuring it out too. I, I felt like he was getting a little bit of shot happy. I felt like his shot chart was weird. Like, I feel like he should have been passing when he was in shooting a few times. But, I mean, despite those little hiccups, I think he still got it together. The thing that I really noticed about our IQ tonight was his propensity to actually get to the rim. He got to the rim a lot. You can tell he worked on it in all season. He said he did. And I don't think I've seen him get to the rim and when I mean to the rim, I don't even mean like that little short mid. I mean the rim. He got to the rim a lot and went to the line a lot. Um, and was he got a little stronger too? Didn't seem like he was getting bumped off his spot. And for IQ, that's gonna go a long way with his field goal percentage climbing because you know he hasn't really been shooting over like 39-40% for his career so far. So tonight shot 45% and that's really because of his shot chart, right? He's a good shooter, but he just takes the wrong types of shots because he's such a good shooter. But once he starts to corral that, then you should start to see, um, he, him starting to ascend. Um, so, uh, shaky for IQ, but overall he, he stayed the ship and got it. All right. Shot 45% from the field. Didn't shoot well from three, you know? But the, the fact that he just kept going to the line and going to rim boded, boded well for him. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Before we get to the next call, I just I do want to throw in one thing about IQ. Um. Usually with players like like you said, the reason why they shoot 40% from the field is because they're too perimeter oriented. Like they take a lot of perimeter shots, and you know what IQ shot selection it's off at times. He doesn't take the best shots all the time. But for IQ to get his efficiency up. That's what he needs to do. He actually needs to get easy baskets. Yep. With what he's doing at the moment. And I feel like he carried that over from late last season. Because if you remember late last season, he started to penetrate more and get to the basket as well. So I'm glad to see that from IQ. And yeah, man, if he can get that efficiency up to 45%, like how he shot tonight, he's definitely going to be a major player for the Knicks this season. Yeah, you're right. And you already know that three-point shot is going to come around at some point. And he, he, he can be dangerous. He can definitely be dangerous. Man, we can be have a really good team from top to bottom. If our first unit can figure it out for real, and our second unit stays mob deep from the last few years, there can be something, man. We can make some noise. We can make some noise for real. But this is only preseason. It's only the first game. And it's the Pistons. The Pistons is the same team we used to smack around like an abusive relationship last season. All right. So I don't want to get overhyped, but it's good. It was, it was a good showing for us. All right. Salute to the chat. Um, We got another caller up. Next caller up. Edson from L Live. I thought he was Edson Sean for a second when I first saw oh, that shit. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Edson from L Live, man. Let us know what you want to talk about, sir. What's up, guys? Shout out to KOT. Shout out to all Nick fans across all the social media. Nice pregame. All right. Shout out. It's hard not to get excited about it, but it's like that earlier comment. It's troubleshooting. It's finding out what works right 
And this is the perfect team to do so because they haven't quite figured out anything yet. yet. So you you might as well get away with a lot of things. And just like, I kind of was watching it, but I was just like, ugh, ugly turnovers. But then I reminded myself, it's like, this is just only a preseason game. Facts. And I'm looking for things that work, you know? And that's what, and obviously what, whatever worked got us that, got us at that 20 point lead. Mm-hmm. This thing started lighting up, especially I started seeing like, you know, from the second unit and the uh, young guys, like Deuce, whew, I was loving Deuce. I was loving Deuce time. But, but oh, you, 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 you want to Deuce high? <laughs> yeah. A part of the Deuce side. Okay. okay. Yeah. I got to ask think about Ron Hebrew for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Side. Yeah, shout out to Ron Ebro. I bet he's twerking right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Twerking for Deuce. I'm telling you, you said that. I'm telling you. you said yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, I love I love the game. The only thing, the only thing that could be is the downside is just, yeah, Cam, just a spring, guys, okay? Yeah. I know it's good. I know it means quite unique because of how the thing. How Cam is is and our situation with the Knicks, considering Tom Thibodeau is very, very like poignant about availability. It's right. just like I mean I mean if you I mean if you call yourself a splinter you're just like to him you're not available. <laughs> but that's just <laughs> but it's just a spring. He'll come back and then and we'll just try to start all over and just forget that ever happened. That's all I'm saying. It's just like it's not and plus I thought I thought the guys that were you know were keeping it quiet, but they were like you know talk around that they were you know in the off season they're on the court you know playing with each other. That's why I figured that this like say hey, whatever we were doing in, in, in all summer, let's try it right now. You know, because yeah. there's not going to be another opportunity to do so in the regular season, especially when you got guys like you know, a guy like Tips who's going to try to push you, push you to do what he knows what. He's comfortable with, but the only thing I would say that counterbalance the talented would be Jalen. Yeah, as we can see that Jalen immediately is like chucking things like, "No, nah, that don't work." But and he ain't gonna get heat from from uh, from tips because he was given the keys. That's what he was going to do. He's I mean, going to do feels what's right. Hey Go man, ahead. if he performs like he did today, given the keys, hey, have the keys though. Like, yep, have the mm-hmm. keys. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Take it out for a spin. Just, you know, let me know what time you come back home. Like, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Shoot, you can stay out later if you want. Pretty that's much. how I feel about it, yo. Right. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. You just take it out of drive, you know. Hey, you might go a little crazy on the on the park on the parkway, but you come back in one piece. <laughs> exactly. It's going going crazy on the parkway is shooting seventy seven percent from the field, and almost all the shots were layups. Go crazy. <laughs> you know what go I'm crazy. Saying? Go crazy. Yeah, all fat. I feel like on, on that, you know, uh, and, and for like guys, you know, as far as when it comes to uh, Randall, I thought this was just being on his uh, a good behavior. But we're going to see how it is because it's a very long season. But I want to see more of this because between every four years, every four years, and Randall. Shockingly enough, I just saw one defensive play for for four years. I had I was rubbing my eyes. <laughs> 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 that they would just increase their stock and come by deadline, we could actually move uh, move something. You yeah, know, we yeah. could actually uh, We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yo, salute to you, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling. This is your first time calling, right? Yeah. I think I called a couple of times, but you know, I'm gonna just feel like this is my first time. All every right, day. Cool, every <laughs> it's, it's a new first time, right? All right. Born again version. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Yo, thanks for calling, Edson. Hi, salute. All right, bye. Yo, shout out, shout out to Edson. Who just called in. Listen, uh, Joe Long. Yes, you can call in. This is a call-in show. Um, you know what, Fritz, can you put the number in the chat? But the number is right there at the bottom of the graphic. 319-527-6241. That is 319-527-6241. You can call in to KLT show and talk your stuff what you think about the game all right but shout out to you all right shout out to you nucky fresh in the building and shout out to angel blue as well uh next caller up my guy jason m long time caller what's going on jason 
What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, man, what's up? That was just a good game to watch, man. More negativity amongst Knicks fans. We really needed that. Yeah. Yeah, we needed that smacking um, <laughs> for real. And the way we, the way they smacked them, too, was important. Brunson is the truth. Uh, I've been a fan of his for a long time. I always like the signing. I think in two or three years, we might be looking at him and RJ having, like, the best con- best non-rookie contracts in the NBA. Like, that's because his contract is declining. He's, at the end of in a couple of years, he's only making $20 million, I think. Right. You know, so. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good point. That's up. So <laughs> <laughs> people don't realize that. That's like that's a big deal. <laughs> now that's a huge deal. Like the fact that that Jalen Brunson's contract is declining as well, and it's what like twenty four million is last year. If he's playing like he is right now, I mean this is the preseason, so I don't want to overreact. But this is a good yeah. sign. This can be an actual really good value signing for us long term. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean you're right. It's just preseason, but. The other thing I want to point out, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I told you guys it's going to be more sharing the usage. I don't know what the numbers are, but it looked like they were sharing usage to me. They between were. RJ Brunson and Randall. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Right. You know what's funny? I was tracking it. So the usage was more Brunson for like the first quarter. I felt like it was Brunson and then RJ for the first two quarters. And like Randall just took over like the whole third quarter, pretty much. But um, it ended up with Randall and RJ taking a lot more shots in that third quarter. But I don't mind, I don't mind the flow though. I don't mind the flow of the offense the way it went. Like if 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 Randall has it going, go to town. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the way I want. It. I don't want Randall to be making something out of nothing for most part. For the most part, I want Jalen Brunson and. And I want RJ to do most of that. But if Randall has a go in, go to town. And that and that, that's the way it happened today. Yeah, and it's not just that. It's that he was like looking to pass. Like even when he did like five three, he was driving and trying to pass the ball. You know, but the issue like I said, a lot of the issue with me last year was the offense was just giving the ball and just watching. Or or not even because just giving the ball and and then he would like post up, he would wait, and it was, it was just stagnant. It was mm-hmm. terrible. You know, so the whole offense needs to move faster. And it looks, I mean, it's only one game, so it looked, it looked a lot better, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the last thing I'll say is this we kill kids when they play bad. You got to give kids credit when they play good, too. So shout out to Tibbs. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tibbs. Did a, did a great job. Had to hold the whole team's defense. Was on fire today. They they did a really good job forcing turnovers. They had what thirteen turnovers by halftime, eighteen points of turnovers. Um, defense was on a string. Even Fournier was out there playing defense. Um, good job by Tibbs. Pretty good job by Tibbs. Well, hopefully he can keep this up. And yeah, I, I pulled up the stats for shot distribution purposes. We have R.J. Barrett took fourteen field goals, Randall with ten, and Jalen Brunson with nine. But um, I feel like RJ got the 14 field goals when Brunson went to the bench, and because uh, Brunson was out first. But um, but yeah, yeah, shot distribution was pretty even, like you said. Yeah, pretty All right. much. Well, salute to Jason M. Thank you for calling. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, um, I so, do want to throw in one thing about Dips though, because as much. You know, beef as us Knicks fans have with Dibs with some of the decisions that he makes. The one good thing about Dibs is that Dibs teams are always ready to play. Like, it, it doesn't matter whether it's the first preseason game or late in the season, like, Dibs gets, your, gets his guys ready to play. And that's one thing you can guarantee about Dibs teams. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, you're right about that. It's like, Every year, too, especially because we have a lot of trades that happen every year, usually uh, these guys practice by they practice amongst themselves. There was always talking about Jalen Brunson talked about he was here early and when people were practicing in New York, he would come up and practice with them and, and this establish rapport and try to lead that way. So these guys have been pretty. You know, they've been in the gym with each other. Even Hartenstein and Obi and those guys, they've been with each other all summer. So 
um, they stay prepared and, and Tibbs is going to do that for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. I don't know if we have any more calls. I think that's all we have. I'm, I don't really have that much more to talk about. All I have to say is, um, pretty good game. Defense was good. I want to see more of this for me. I'm looking to see next game. Is there gonna be more of the same? Is the pace going to be picked up like you wanted to? Is RJ and Julius Randle going to be more moving all off ball? Because I feel like um, Randle in particular, he started moving a little bit more towards the end. Um, and I want to see if his defense keeps up. And I really want to see what's going to happen with Cam, but it's unfortunate that Cam was injured and we don't get to see more of that. So we're probably going to see a lot more quickly being the first guy off the bench uh, playing that shooting guard role instead of Cam. Um, and yeah, the only other good thing I want to say too is I was reading a stat earlier that said Jalen Brunson's isolation defense was in the 85th percentile and his pick and roll defense was kind of lower. It was like in the 54th percentile or something like that. I really got to see it today in action because Cade and these guys were trying to take him one-on-one off the dribble or post them, and he was not having it. He was not having it. But I did feel like uh, Jaden Ivey was able to get in the paint whenever he wanted off of drives and pick rolls of that nature. So I really got to see that dynamic. Um, Overall, it it got me really hopeful that our defense could hold up. You know what I mean? We just have to be able to cover for each other. I even saw when uh, Jalen Brunson got screened and Evan kind of switched and covered for him pretty well. So shout out to Evan who did a pretty good job in that third quarter playing defense. I guess they adjusted to pissing schemes, but they did a pretty good job. Hmm? Yeah, most definitely. All right. Oh, and shout out to Echelon who gives a five-hour super chat. Says, I think efficiency is something to look out for, and that may conflict what Tibbs is comfortable with. But Jalen and Rick can clear his ear out. Can clear his ear out? Hmm. What do you mean clear his ear out? I'm trying to figure out what that means. You trying to see? You trying to say Jalen and Rick will talk his ear off to get him to? I I think what he's trying to say is, is that Jalen and Rick will kind of get Thibs to step out of his comfort zone a little bit. I think that's what he's trying to say. Oh, clean his ear out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Yeah, Joe. The, the 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 ticker is just it's just the score, dog. It's just the Knicks versus the Pistons, man. It's he's not Brian. Ryan is not a Pistons fan, man. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. Never that. Never, <laughs> never that. Never that. Knicks fans for life. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Yep. All right. That is our show. Ob, I want to see Ob do better next game. Pick up his rebounding. Shoot some more threes. Get comfortable in that regard. And hopefully, Cam Reddish is healthy. And shout out to Mitchell Robinson who did a phenomenal job with his three blocks. And. I feel like he had a steal. Three blocks and one steal. And on yeah. oh, and hold up. The Mitch Rob was in the paint and attempted a post play. People didn't believe him. He was like, yo, it's running on post game. Yeah, and it, and if it wasn't for um the three-second violation, he, he would have got the basket too. Yeah. That's one thing about getting a post game. You have to be more aware of, of how long you're in the post. Yeah. But you know, I've complained. People talk kept talking about Mitch doesn't post. Our guards never gave him the ball when he was in position to post. I've watched him in the post try to like I watched the Knicks grab the rebound, Mitch run down the court, and him try to post a smaller player over and over again, only for Alec Burks to ignore him. <laughs> All right. So I think with Jalen Brunson here, if he does that same thing and post up in that middle, he's actually going to get the ball more. And he'll actually start to get that rhythm of knowing when he's going to be in the paint a little bit too long. All right.
But, yep, that's our show. If you like this show, so for flaws, he please hit the like button, subscribe button. We're going live after every game. So definitely check us out. And usually next game, hopefully we have the full crew. Shout out to Lee. He had a work obligation to do. So shout out to you. And uh, Royal is having a party today at his crib watching this game. So shout out to Royal. All right. <laughs> and also for you guys, Thursday, what's the next game? Friday, I believe. Next game is Friday. Next game is Friday, but you're going to want to be here Thursday. You're going to have a guest on Thursday. You're supposed to have a special guest on Monday, but um, he had to postpone the Thursday. So watch out for us on Thursday and our special guest. Definitely want to be here for that guest. So tune in to KOT show live on Thursday and we'll be here. Trust me. Trust me. You're going to want to be here. All right. All right. Ryan. Just yes, let sir. them know. Let them know where they can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me at Sir G's Corner. Content coming soon. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. That's right. And you already know what it is. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Get your KOT snapbacks at the nicktimeshow.com slash catalog. Also follow us on the KOT show on Twitter. Also the Nick Time Show on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on all social media. All right. All righty then. That is our show. Thanks for tuning in. The first preseason game of the season. And as always, shout out to Worldwide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's our show. We out of here. Peace.